Welcome back to The Word with G right here on ESPN 105.1 The Zone ESPN. Chattanooga.com, that's where you can find us. All of our great content up there. Like a Mox Monday where we talked to the head softball coach, Frank Reed, yesterday on a Monday. Good conversation with him. His team is struggling a little bit, but they're working through it. They're trying to find the positives. And they've got SoCon Conference play, or SoCon play, I should say, coming up this weekend. Another team in the softball realm that is playing well. They have won three games in a row. They're currently 15-5 and five on the year. It is a Tiger Tuesday. And joining us as she does every single Tuesday at about 1220, Blythe Golden, head coach of the Chattanooga State Lady Tigers. Coach, what's going on? Welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me. Doing good. Enjoying this beautiful weather. Oh, I know. It was it was really nice this weekend. Uh, you know, I got a chance to get out there and, and call the games on Sunday. Saw you guys were playing across the way on Sunday as well. It was a really nice day for baseball, softball, sun-drenched field. Can't get better than that. But before we get to the games from Sunday, let's rewind a little bit. Let's talk about the games from last Tuesday where you and I were talking while you were on the bus, kind of waiting to go and get your girls ready to go at Walter State. After dropping two at home against the Senators, you came out and um, you you end up dropping a third to them, 10-7 in game one. Let's talk about game one a little bit. The offense came alive with... Seven runs, but the pitching gave up five runs in the sixth inning. Um, and you guys hit a lot of home runs in this game. Talk to me a little bit about what happened late in that game to your pitching pitching staff. Yeah, I think we we really struggled on the mound that game. We went through I think four pitchers in one game. Yep. So and that tells that tells you in of itself uh, that we were struggling on the mound a little bit again. Walter's a great hitting team. I mean, they're going to be very competitive, but I felt like uh, the run support that we were given the pitchers, and I think we had five home runs in that game. Uh, I thought they'd be able to settle in a little bit and uh, get the job done. We, in the, I think it was in the sixth inning, Lauren Gillespie was in. And they had hit a couple balls, and, you know, we debated on making a move right there in the bottom of the sixth with two out and decided to stay with her because she had a great drop ball changeup. Thought we can maybe get a ground ball to get out of the inning. Um, and then she gave up a grand slam uh, mm. there in the bottom of the six. So that was really crushing, you know, to an offensive team that had, you know, played really well, hit the ball well enough to win, and played great defense. Um, so that, that was just tough all the way around because I would definitely think, and honestly all three of our losses that we had to them, we had one into the last inning or the top of that inning. So um, it was a little frustrating, but we bounced back game two and played much better and kind of took control of it early and kept the lead. Yeah, 12-3 to was the game two victory, mm-hmm. and uh, Sam Ryan, the stopper, she came in, and that's all you guys needed was, was for her to get back into the circle. And the offense exploded for eight runs in the fifth inning, and it was a nice day for Haley Smith, who we got an opportunity to talk to on our Off the Diamond segment, as she had three home runs on the day and six RBIs. So, yeah, the, the offense was uh, the name of the game there in game two, and, and Haley Smith was right in the middle of it all day long. Yeah, we were really happy to see that with Haley because, I mean, she had been struggling early on this year, and that's very unlike her. I mean, she's usually a 400-plus hitter, and she's really been driving herself crazy <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, how to break through and make some changes, but she's been working hard and coming extra and 
I was really happy to see it pay off for her finally, and you could see all the smiles on her face. You know, I knew that she was really happy to kind of get back in it and have good feels about her at bats. But yeah, she was hitting lights out. We had, I think it was like eight home runs in, in the doubleheader. So we had a lot of kids step up and hit the ball well, and we took our walks when we needed. I think the second game, they didn't give Ashlyn Holland a pitch to hit. <laughs> so they walked her every time. Wow. Um, the Barry Bonds Haley treatment. Yeah, pretty much. But, the, you know, Haley was hitting well, so we stuck Haley behind her in the lineup yeah. game two to protect her, and they walked her, and then Haley hit a home run, so that was two run home runs. So Haley did a nice job of protecting Ash in that situation because, you know, further down the road, teams are going to walk her a lot more, so we've got to find a way uh, to get that hitter in there behind her to protect her. Yeah, it's nice when your uh, your hitters step up like that. Blythe Golden, again, our guest head softball coach at Chattanooga State. Now, two questions that I, I had specifically off of all the home runs that you guys hit and, and, and Haley Smith, you know, breaking out of a little bit of a slump and a slumber. Part one of that question would be, is there anything when you were a player that you did specifically that helped you kind of get out of a skid or a slump when you were hitting, uh, at, you know, you hit, hit a skid at the plate? And if so, is it the same as what you try to help your girls now as a coach try to help get them out of a skid or a slump when they're struggling? I think I try to take the same approach based on my playing experience. You know, I had a coach one time uh, just told me, you know, when you're in a slump, you know, the ball looks like a pea, and super small, and you're not seeing it well. You're usually in your head more than anything, second-guessing everything. So they would always say, you know, if you're in a slump, get in the box, take three hacks on three good pitches, and at least give yourself an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you're going to connect. And then, you know, it's all over from there. As soon as we get the big hit, you know, we forget about all the struggles that we've had in the past. So um, I just tell the girls, you know, at least get in there and give yourself a shot. I think we see our kids struggle the most, and they're in hitting slumps. They start to take a lot of pitches and because they're second-guessing themselves, Mm -hmm. and they end up taking better pitches early in the count, and they get behind. And being behind in the count when you're struggling is not a good place to be because you end up chasing and being very susceptible uh, to swinging at bad pitches. So, I just tell them, look, you know, if you're struggling, you just need to get in the box and you need to give yourself a chance. And that means get up there, swing three times, hard as you can, on three good pitches, and at some point you're going to connect. And when you do, you're going to start feeling a lot better about what you're doing. So that's what, you know, I tell them. Usually they'll, they'll ask to come work some ex- extra and I'll throw to them and we'll kind of talk and get it a little bit more into the nitty-gritty as far as mechanics are concerned there. But in the box, I just try to keep it very simple. And it's like, give yourself a shot, swing it three good pitches, swing it hard, and get it done. Do you, and, and before long, it, you'll connect. Do you generally throw BP? Um, yes. I, I've actually, um, here lately, our kids have been wanting a lot of full circle BP uh-huh. um, with speed on it. So myself and my assistant, Brandon Carter, um, we've been up there throwing our arms off here lately. <laughs> how's, uh, how's, how's your BP? Is it you, you, you get good BP? You give the girls good BP? I think it's I think it's pretty hot. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I like to mix in a change up yeah. in there and then they all give each other heck when I strike somebody out. You know? <laughs> but no, we I try to keep it, you know, pretty consistent and based on, you know, the things that they're gonna see. <laughs> so when so when you go and you're throwing BP, is that high pony or is that hair down? That is definitely high pony. <laughs> Blake Golden again, hanging with us here on the Word with G Talk and Chattanooga State Softball. It's funny that you uh, you say that because I've talked to Greg Dennis about uh, his BP that he throws, and 
He said, my BP is not a, hey, look, I'm going to groove a fastball for you so you can feel good about yourself. I'm really going to challenge you and try to get you out. Um, I'm not going to let you try to hit too many hard balls off of me when I throw my BP. And I think there's there's positives and negatives to that. Obviously, he likes to uh, to give it a little bit more uh, rough when it comes to his BP. But sometimes, you know, you got to kind of ease off a little bit, realizing, all right, if somebody's struggling, let's give him a couple of good, solid hits. And then, all right, let me challenge him a little bit. Let's warm it up a little bit. Is that generally your strategy or... Uh, do you generally just like to right off the bat mix in a lot of change-ups and things like that? No, I, with us, I mean, it's really just about um, their timing. We use full circle when we're throwing full pitch just to get their timing on point. Working, We just work in and out. A lot of it's still good. I, I can promise you they took Brandon and myself yard many times <laughs> the other day into the swamp. So, I mean, I think it's pretty much build good VP for them. I'll just mix some change-ups and yeah. just keep them honest and – Make sure they're not swinging at balls. You know, yeah. we're just like, hey, we're throwing it in there, in and out. Once you swing it, strike. Leave the balls alone. Makes it a little off speed, but for the most part, it's just them working on their timing, hitting the outside pitch where it should be hit into the right center gap, and really driving it that way, and doing the same for the inside pitch. So, not necessarily trying to get them out for sure. <laughs> I got you. All right, let's talk a little bit about the home runs and the power because, as we we talked about in that, in those two games against Walter State, you guys hit a lot of those home runs. Now, as a as a coach, would you rather see your team be a little bit more powerful and, and, and hit some of those home runs and a lot of home runs in the game and that be your your power source, the way you drive runs in? Or do you like a team that's maybe a little bit more contact-heavy that's going to drive the uh, softball, whether it be doubles, triples, singles, hit the ball hard and every once in a while get a ball to go out? Or I know this is probably a perfect world, but if you, you would probably, I would assume, like some sort of a combination of the both. But I can imagine you probably don't like too heavily one way or the other, correct? Yeah, I think I, I, I would agree with you. I think um, we've always kind of been known for that power team. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of been our M.O. You know, we've had 30 home runs on the season so far, so everybody knows that we're going to hit the long ball. We have a lot of kids that can do that all throughout our lineup. But what I've been most impressed with this year is that we have 36 doubles, and we're pretty high up there in doubles as far as games played. So I think we're getting the doubles that we need in the gap. We're also getting the home run. I try. Um, the one thing that can get us in trouble, I think it was the game. Oh, man. Uh, we talked about it last week. I can't remember who we played. I think it was Walters in the nine-inning game that we played them. Yes, Walters. Yep. Series around. We hit 20 fly balls. Wow. And, you know, we were hitting a lot of deep flies. They play us deep in the track because, obviously, that's our MO. So, We've got to be able to barrel up some balls in different ways and manufacture runs because if you start getting in the mindset of just bomb, 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 and everybody's trying to swing for the fence, we don't want to dictate and change our swing, but it's you know letting balls travel and what depth are we trying to hit them at to be able to like go with the outside pitch a little bit more and really drive that gap instead of trying to pull it into deep center or left, uh, things like that. So we've talked a little bit more about that as our approach, but I'm really pleased with our doubles and our home run numbers. But I think Cam and some other kids in our lineup have been really good about setting the table with singles and getting themselves on. And we've been able to bunt and run, uh, hit and run and move runners around. So I think we have a good mix, but I don't want to get too heavy. You know, just everybody looking for the home run all the time. I have to get on Ashlyn a lot about that. Because, you know, she wants to win it all with every at-bat that Mm -hmm. she has. And I'm like, look, you know, we're just looking for a good pitch that you can drive hard in the gap somewhere. So uh, we try to get them out of the home run mindset. The home runs will come. We just have to hit balls with their pitch and hit them hard. 
And yeah. I think that's really what we try to keep their their heads focused on. Talking Chattanooga State softball with Blythe Golden, you're absolutely right. That's, you know, it's kind of like, I guess, when you're sitting there and you're talking about that, I'm thinking in my head, it's sort of like a basketball team that falls in love with shooting the three-point shot, which is a low-percentage shot, and, and trying to hit a home run is a low-percentage swing generally. And every once in a while, you might catch it, but most of the time, it's hard to go up to the plate and say, I'm going to try to hit a home run here and actually hit a home run. Yes, agree. Yeah, so you have to just kind of get up there, like you said, hit the ball hard, shoot for the gaps, and uh, if you get enough air under it, it will probably find its way out of there. Um, all right, let's talk about the games against uh, Rowan State on Saturday, and Sam pitched the second game against Walter State. She got the win in that one, and then she came back on Saturday in game one. It was just her typical dominant self, and I mean, I don't know how much more you can really say about Sam Ryan at this point, where she went uh, seven innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, and 11 strikeouts, and she was basically all of the offense, the defense, and the pitching that you really needed. Yeah, Sam was extremely dominant in game two. I mean, she went out, she did exactly what we asked, and we didn't, she didn't issue a run, and had, like you said, had 11 strikeouts and only two hits. And one of the hits, you know, it was she jammed a kid on a, a backdoor curve, I think. It was a pitch she just learned last week. Oh, <laughs> so wow. It's pretty awesome Jeez. to see. Um, she threw it a lot in that game and threw it well. And, um, you know, it just kind of floated right over second base. So she was a little disappointed about that. But, I mean, issuing two hits and, you know, I can't say enough about her performance and just coming out there and commanding. Uh, the zone early, and she just went after the hitters, didn't play around a whole lot. I think she might have had maybe one walk, if that. No, no um, walks. But she threw no walks, 11. No walks, yeah, no walks really on. Well. And I think I said Saturday, but it was Sunday you guys played Rowan State. So she was really good in game yes, one. Correct. You guys won 6 to nothing, And then in game two, the offense exploded once again for Natalie Pruitt. And you had, I believe it was seven players with an RBI, and Bree Vincent had five runs batted in that game. You know, typically don't see five runs batted in from the girl hitting in the new number two hole, but she got, you know, her opportunities and, and she took full advantage of them, it seemed like. Yeah, she did. It was nice to have Brie back, you know, in the lineup. It took her a little bit uh, to get comfortable again after missing uh, a week and a half, but she, she was back in there and she was feeling good. She got an inside pitch. She, she doesn't get it very often. She was able to drive it down the first base line, down to the corner, and she scored a lot of runs for us and um, hit it really well. I think Natalie, he's talking about the pitching, um, Natalie had the best outing of her year. I mean, she threw exceptionally well. I think she only gave up two hits. Too. Yep, only she two had hits. like seven Ks for mm-hmm. five innings. So, I mean, she was really dominant. She had, I mean, she was commanding the zone. She was getting a lot of swinging miss. Uh, defense made the plays, you know, when they had to. Uh, she had, I think she had a one solo home run. That was the only run that we gave up that day. It was just a missed pitch. She was really upset about it. I mean, it was a drop. It was supposed to be a drop in low and it kind of hung and there it was. But I, I'm sure she would love to have that pitch back <laughs> given the performance that she had. I mean, she was throwing a no hitter up until that point. Ooh. So of course that's pretty unfortunate, yeah. but she did it. She did excellent. I mean, she had a great game. All right. Finally, again, coach Blythe Golden, our guest here on the word with G talking Chattanooga state softball. It is a busy week for your squad. You guys are going to be facing Rowan again today at Rowan state and then Sneed at home on Thursday, and then on Saturday at home again against Motlow State. What is the biggest thing that you're going to be watching out for from your team, from your team's perspective, with so many games in so little time this week? You know, you have six games in the matter of, you know, like four or five days. 
Yeah, I think the biggest focus is just offensively, just keep the offense rolling. I feel like we're finally starting to settle into some lineups, even though they are changing a little bit from game to game. Um, just settling in and continue the offense, keep it rolling, keep our pitchers comfortable on the mound. Um, we're going to Rome. We haven't played at Rome yet this year, so that'll be new. But um, being able to go out and command a lead early and maintain that because conference wins at this point are extremely important. Um, Sneed. On Thursday, I mean, we always have a tough battle with Snead. Mm-hmm. We usually play them a little better at home than we do away. Um, but, you know, they have some good pitching, too. So, it's, again, just making sure offensively that we're keeping ourselves hot. We're getting as many looks at the plate as we can. And we're doing our best work at the plate. And I think pitching-wise, after we kind of sputtered a little with Walters and facing their powerful offensive lineup, being able to come back, settle in, have some good outings, and allow our offense you know, to hold us in ball games and win them. Not necessarily that our pitchers have to go out and, you know, throw shutouts every time, but allow our offense to kind of set the pace and the tone of the game and be able to take take the wins that we need to take this week. It'll be exciting. It should be fun. Hopefully you guys can come away with a bunch of wins this week with so many games. We will talk about it next Tuesday. This has been head coach of the Chattanooga State Lady Tigers softball program Blythe Golden Blythe I appreciate the time as always good luck this week and a busy week and feel a little bit better yourself and uh, keep on keeping on sounds good thanks so much